0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Spotify Green Room. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. And you can share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the Spotify Groom Room app free in the iOS App Store or Google Play Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join a group. And come in with your spiciest takes. Spotify Groom, Room. Check it out. All right, guys. Welcome to our Pit Panther Rants. and our Sports Rants podcast. Brought to you by the sports drink, gulp, gulp, sip, sip, whatever their thing is. Uh, Also, this is Blood Harris here. And guys, it's game week. So I'm coming in with my pit preview and some other discussions. Uh, My kids have been back in school for about a week now and you know life has been good um so far they've been adjusting pretty well to it i mean my oldest is walking home from school uh my two younger ones are doing pretty well although now their allergies are a mess because well they've been pretty much in isolation for the last year and a half and well you know just it happens but uh it's game week guys well, college football was on on Saturday, but it kind of wasn't. Um, UCLA played a Hawaii. I mean, if you consider that a game. Nebraska played Illinois to kick things off, and well, I really didn't watch any of it. I mean, I, if I felt like it, I, I would have turned it on, but I didn't. But Saturday, I'm definitely going to turn it on. And I need, I need, I'm need definitely going to pick up a television for this, um, for this Saturday because I'm definitely going to need one. Because I want to watch college football. but Let's talk about some things here. Uh, last week, the alliance was formed between the ACC Big Ten and uh, Pac-12. And what's great about it was I did the podcast on, on, in, in my car about it. But I didn't, re- I didn't upload it because there was some more information in regards to it. Now we all know what the SEC did. They added um, Texas and Oklahoma, and now there's some hysteria going on that there's going to be a super conference formed now, which is pretty obvious because where does the where does the uh, the SEC go next for their for you know for their teams? Well, Clemson and Florida State, I guess, supposedly reached out because they were look, they were looking out for their interests. I'm not sure Clemson really did. Florida State definitely did because Florida State's done this before, or they've just been ever since uh, expansion happened, you know, almost a, a decade ago. Well, actually, it's about yeah, pretty much a decade ago. They were pretty much out for their own interests. Um, they were worried about how things were pro- pro- progressing with the ACC, and they they were obviously looking, you know, for other things. Now there was that fun. That was a there was a fun rumor that Florida State and Clemson were going to join the uh, Big Twelve, which was pretty much brought up by West Virginia fans for the most part. I mean, they did leak uh, pit to the Big Ten, so this is early when people were basically you know believing things on social media. Well, they kind of still do now. I mean, let's be honest. We've uh, we've gotten really. Social media has made a lot of us lazy. I'm sure people in the media too because they use it more for their um, gather, gathering their sources than actually going going and you know using actual sources but if you look at this on the level it's basically saying the the Pac-12, Big 10 and ACC are basically saying hey you know let's just hang out sometime and grab some coffee you know I know we're all busy, but let's just have some coffee, and or, or you know, let's grab some lunch or something sometime. That's really what this agreement really, really is. <laughs> to be honest with you, there's nothing. There's there's nothing written in stone. I mean, there's no, no there's no written agreement. It's just saying, hey, let's hang out sometime. Let's play each other. You know, let's play GI Joes together sometime. Let's 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 do gaming. Let's let's play Doom together. You know, like those Doom death matches from back in the day, or like Duke Nukem, where you guys. We're all you know, we we guys were all on, on a network on the network together on a land and you guys all you know played as a team. You know, that's basically really all this is. It's hey, let's just hang out sometime. Because there's obviously a, a mass hysteria that there's going to be with the expansion of playoffs, there's gonna be a super conference formed. And it's it's a possibility. It still is, but I think the uh, the conferences are in fear of that. I mean, because let's be honest, if the Big Twelve is in danger of imploding, and Jesus, all these damn crickets outside. I, I, I think I think they're cicadas. I think, and I, it's weird because you know this whole damn summer it's, it sounds like the predators been out in, uh, in my damn trees. Every time I go out, every time I go outside, I feel like the predators just hanging out and hanging out in the trees. looking at the freaking. Hack, hack my, hack my, uh, hack myself into pieces. But um, yeah. They're talking. There's talk about the Big Twelve trying to merge with the with the AAC. I mean, I would. I mean, I wouldn't mind. They, I wouldn't mind a Thursday night game between West Virginia and South Florida. I mean, we can, they can bring back that old rivalry. I mean. They, they had some fun games on on on, no, on thir- oh, no not Saturday nights Thursday nights is what I'm thinking yeah Thursday night or Tuesday night game between West Virginia and South Florida you know at Raymond James you know with Stephen Moffat Pat White you know a pack Raymond James that'd be awesome. Or even a West Virginia Cincinnati game. I mean, I, I mean, bring back the old Big East rivalries. That'd be awesome. I think if the Big Twelve is going to do anything, if they're going to try to keep their core together, uh, their best bet would be to get some Florida schools. Central Florida and South Florida would be two two schools I would I would get big enrollments. I mean, you definitely want to get Central Florida at least because you need you need if you're going to, if you're going to expand expand your presence in Florida. I mean, go somewhere. Because right now, there's no... It's going to be like the Big East, where, you know, they'll be united, but only to a certain extent. And Heather Light did mention that they are happy, currently happy with their 14-team ACC. So I don't think they... In short, I don't think the ACC is going to expand unless they really need to. And I think they they really don't right now. I mean, you know, with Texas and Oklahoma, it just is what, you know, going to the SEC, it just is what it is. And that's really just that. I mean, I think, um, you know, I mean, if the Big 12 is done and implodes, the ACC is probably going to be next. But, I mean, that's a long road to talk about because – For one thing, it's going to take a it's going to take a hell of a lot to form a mega conference, and I think that's really what the Big Ten is afraid of right now. Because, I mean, if I'm the SEC, I call up I call Penn State and and offer them an invite, saying, "Hey, you know, I know we know how the SEC's been. I mean, not the SEC. We know how the Big Ten's been treating you since you've been there. Why don't you just come here and play with us? Then if Penn State joins, then the other schools are like, well, you know. Maybe Ohio maybe higher states as well, yeah, this is you know, this isn't a to for us. Maybe we should you know. In short, the biggest losers are gonna be the conferences themselves at this mega conference forms. And they're trying they don't want they really don't want that to happen. I mean, if you're in a big ten, when your conference caters to Ohio State and Michigan and Michigan sucks, all you have all you have is Ohio State. Well, this is what happens. I mean, for the most part. So, you know, at one time, the Big Ten was the cream, it was the cream of the crop conference. I mean, they still do a lot of revenue. I mean, their network is doing fine, but, you know, it's, but the SEC has their own network. I mean, they just have a, you know, they're every year, the regard as the toughest conference in college football. And the Big Ten one time had that. Now they don't. Uh, I think a lot of it, though, can be attributed to uh, ESPN's attitude towards the Big Ten. Once the Big Ten network was formed, I felt that like uh, I felt that the the momentum because the, the big the ESPN used to really hype up the Big Ten, but then when the Big Ten formed their own network, it seemed like ESPN's attitude towards them changed, and they went more to the SEC. That's just, you know, my, my, you know, just my observation. So in short, I don't see Pitt playing Penn State because of this agreement, because it's verbal. You know, I mean, if we see something, we see something, but it's from this, but I don't see a whole lot right now. Nothing really to be too crazy about. Um, Let's look at uh, Pitt. And let me tell you about Spotify Green Room. It's the live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download Use You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, directing to breaking news. You can share experiences on the app. Just go to the App Store for Apple or go to Play Store for Google, download it, create your profile, link your Twitter. It's almost like a Twitter account. You know? Basically, it's almost like, you know, if someone goes live on Instagram and, you you know, you're all you all chatting. You chatting. I did that last night. I was supposed to go to bed, and of course, I'm I'm on uh, IG Live watching the Jake Paul and um, Willie fight. And I think what got people going was the fact that Jake Paul almost got knocked out in the fourth round. I mean, he got clubbed pretty good. Um, We were all hoping for something in the next four rounds, but it came up short. And really, I mean, I know people want Jake Paul to be knocked out, but a box, I mean, there's a big difference between boxing and UFC and, excuse me, drinking water. <laughs> and um, UFC, obviously, there's plenty of tackling, grippling and whatever. There's punching, but, you know, it's a little different. Boxing, you're just standing around, you're looking, at, you know, obviously you're moving around, you're standing up and you're, you know. It's a little different, so that's why you're always going to bet someone like Jake Paul over his his opponents. And of course, there's there's money to be made in this as well. So I'm sure maybe we we'll get on a rematch. But let's take a look at Pitt this year. Let, but before we, before we go back, let's go back to last year. Uh, Pitt finished six and five last year, five and five in conference. They were undefeated in their non conference schedule for the first time ever. Uh, their only game, obviously, was against Austin P., but undefeated is undefeated. They defeated him 55 nothing. Excuse me. I should pause it when I'm drinking water, but whatever. Uh, they beat Austin P. 55 nothing. Then they beat Syracuse, which Pitt was a heavy. I think Pitt was a big favorite in this one, and Syracuse ended up covering because Pitt struggled the entire game. This was a game where Pitt should have put them away early, and they just kept them in it. Uh, Same with Louisville as well. We we won that game. um, We won that game as well by three points, but then eventually it came back to bite us against NC State, and we lost. We lost late in the game, thirty to twenty-nine. Then Boston College happened. Uh, Phil Jerkovic. Kinda of had our number that game. And we lost 3130 thanks to a missed extra point in overtime. We tied it. Well, we we scored the touchdown and we were about to tie it, but we shanked the extra point. And we found what it was one of those games where we were pit finds a creative way to lose it. Because Pitts usually guaranteed at least find one game where they cravely, you know, were they're very creative in losing it. And this was one of them. Um Katie Pickett was hurt. So we had to play Miami basically without a quarterback, and we we, we lost 31-19. We could have actually won this game. If, if we had a quarterback, we probably would have won this game, but we didn't. Uh, then we had to play Notre Dame the next week, and and they obliterated us 45-3. So Pitt started out a 3-0, then they lost their next four games. Yep. Yeah. And then obviously we're on we're all on a ledge at that point. So Paris Ford opts out, and um, so he went to get himself ready for the draft. At least we thought he was, because you know he never got drafted, and now he's on the waiver wire now because he didn't. He barely he didn't make, hardly made it through preseason. Actually, he didn't make it through preseason at all. So I'm not sure what he did from you know. I'm not sure what he did from uh, October 24th up until you know, you know then. I hope whatever it was was constructive. Uh, now, let's get back on subject here. Uh, they beat Florida State 41-17. They beat Virginia Tech 47-14. So Pitt, you know, they beat the crap out of their two, next two opponents to go 5-4. and Then they met their fate against Clemson, losing 52-17. Then they beat Georgia Tech 34-20. So Pitt finished 6-5. and Now let's look at their schedule for this year. And how we're looking at this. They got UMass opening in Hinesville. They should win that one. Uh, Tennessee is a noon game. And here's the thing. If Pitt's going to have an 8-10 win season, this game right here is probably going to determine that. If they lose this game, or barely lose it, I May mean, or barely win it. It's you're you're looking at probably at a seven five eight and four season again. But if they win convincingly at in, in Knoxville, then probably you're looking at maybe an eight to possibly ten win season. Maybe more. Who knows? But that's pretty much going to be the deal breaker there. I think. So I have them. Let's say Let's give them a loss for that one. In fact, let's look at Tennessee's uh, team this year. Actually, now let's look at their uh, their preview right now. Let's see. Uh, let's see, they were did last, let's see, the, the offense was not good, but, hmm, it looks like Tennessee has, core, has quarterback issues, so that will kind of help them a little bit, I mean, it looks like they've lost some, they've had some losses on defense, but still they're Tennessee, so, let's look at their top players. It looks like sort they're of deep on quarterback. Um That sucks. I'm just looking at them, but yeah, they're they're looking pretty um hmm do you remember six he remember for that thousand yards? okay, so her Hayden Hookers, uh who he played for Virginia Tech and he might be the guy this year, so well, at the end of the day, it's still the SEC, so I'm going to take a loss for that one. So Pitt starts at one and one. Western Michigan—they should win that game two and one. New Hampshire three and one. Georgia Tech four and one. Tech is still a work working progress, but it may be a tough game. Now they got Virginia Tech. Tech is going to be a lot better than last year, so it's yeah, it's at Blacksburg four and two. Clemson four and three—that's a given. Miami or at home. We always it doesn't matter how bad Miami is, we always find one a way to lose to them one way or the other. So I'm gonna go a loss there. We beat Duke because it's Duke. We lose to North Carolina and we're five and all the summer five and five. And I think we um we pull out a winning against Virginia and we pull out a win against Syracuse to finish seven and five. So I'm giving it seven and five. Um yeah, because that's how it's going to go. We're going to start off hot, then we're going to lose a bunch of games, and then we're to, our our season is going to come to crossroads. We're going to be like, well, we will be or doozy. We keep them. What do we do, they pull two wins out of their ass, and maybe they win a bowl game, and then we get to hear about you know optimism for next year, and all these articles will come out about how, well, wow, this t- pit team is better than last year. Don't don't uh, don't count them out. Although Kenny Pickett is gone yeah don't count them out. They're gonna be a lot better this year, or maybe I just see my words maybe Picos ten and two or whatever. I don't know. we'll see i' know, i know I know some people are saying maybe the pandemic had some you know, it was a tough it was tough for from last year. Well I mean, maybe if Kenny doesn't get hurt, well the Boston college game was one one thing. But we were without Kenny the next week against uh, Miami. I mean, those were two games that maybe we could have turned the tide with, and we just didn't. I mean, was there any games we got tide turn? No, Clemson we obviously couldn't have turned the tide with. Uh, NC State was another game we could have turned the tide. I mean, I mean there was three losses in a row. We could have, you know, we could have NC State and Boston College we should have won. Maybe the team finishes a lot better. They would have been. They'd have been. Let's see. Seven overall. Let's see. Eight and three at that point. But well, actually, you know what? They'd have been nine and two because their only two losses would have been Notre Dame and uh, Clemson. But you know, it just didn't happen. Nope, nope, never happens. So let's take a look at some of the write-ups here. if you guys want a good write-up and you're, you, you really, you know, especially from a newspaper, you really don't. And you, you're sick of the Trib or the Post Gazette, or for whatever reason, uh, check out the Trib Democrat, uh, Johnstown Tribune Democrat. Uh, Madagotsi did a write-up here, and if you if you check it out, she's got the pit schedule lined up for you, and she's got the whole roster lined up for you as well of the list of players. And she actually, you know, she pretty much does a good breakdown of uh, what's going on with it. Pitt obviously lost nine players last year to the NFL. But they have 13 quote-unquote super seniors. Like I said, she does mention the picket injury from last season. That played a role in what was going on. And on top of that, Pitt's replacing um, two two members of their staff. I mean, they... uh, We've, uh, Rob Harley, the linebackers coach, left. And Chris Beatty, who was a really good um, receivers coach, he left. So Pitt uh, tapped in Ryan Malik, one of his more players, and, of course, to do the linebackers. And, of course, with native Brennan Marion, who coached the wide, the lead of wide receivers. And, of course, she says Pitt has picked the finish fourth on the Coastal, which is pretty much pretty pretty fair. And obviously, Pitt has a whole bunch of weapons on offense for receiver. I mean, they have Kenny back, and of course, they have Jordan Addison, Shockey Jockey, Louise. They got Taysir Mack. I think my breakup player is going to be Taysir Mack this year because Addison's a hell of a talent. But they, you know, Taysir, you know, he was one of Pitt's top t- t- Pitt's top targets, and last year he kind of he was hurt and he kind of fell back behind the thing. And now I think this year, I think he's going to be more motivated than ever to get get himself back to where he needs to, needs to be. So I think having him back, but I mean, Pitt's going to have a plethora of targets on for receiver, you know, Trey Tipton's back. Jerry Wayne's back. I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty load. They have a, a pretty loaded receiver. I mean, there's so much depth. I'm not really worried about that. Tight end is going to be an obvious, issue because they have, you know, Lucas Kroll is going to be back. You know, he was hurt, you know. Gavin Bartholomew, Kylie Wright. There's going to, be, you know, they're they're expected to you know, contribute as well. So, and of course, they're very, you know, they're very, um, they're very um, confident about their offense this year. The big issue is going to be the uh, offensive line and running game. The offensive line has got to protect Kenny, and they got to keep him, you know, durable, keep him from getting his ass kicked. And of course. It's, the running game has to emerge somewhere. A running back has to emerge. Nobody really has. Vincent Davis was laying rusher and half of his yards came against Georgia Tech pretty much. But, I mean, they have Todd Sibling, Daniel Carter. I mean, that's some veteran leadership there. Vincent Davis, obviously. Uh, Israel Abac- Evan Evanaconda is going to be the starter, obviously, but Pitt just needs something here. We'll, we'll see what happens. But supposedly he can run his explosive, but we'll, we'll see. Uh, defensively, we lost some players, but I think we're going to be fine. I mean, our front four: Desmond Alexander, Bautinato, John Morgan, Dayon Hayes. I mean, Pitt's going to be pretty much, you know, pretty good at the front line, I believe. And linebackers, they're going to be very um, experienced. I mean, Keyshawn Camp is back. Well, actually, no, you know what? That's not that's not linebackers. I, I'm I'm scrolling way too ahead of myself, but. Let's go back to the defensive line because, yeah, Keyshaw Camp's back. They got Devin Danielson, Tyler Bentley. I mean, they got some guys back in the front line. But, of course, now going back to linebacker again, Pitt's pretty deep in this position. They got Servosia Dennis. He's back. He's, he stood out last year, and he's back again. They got Cam Bright, Phil Campbell. And, of course, they got Wendell Davis. And, of course, don't forget Chase Pine as well. So, I mean, uh, you got that as well. And, of course, um, looks like John Peterson will be playing a linebacker as well. So, you got, it's pretty deep in that, that thing. Secondary, I mean, they lost some good guy some guys, but you got DeMar Mathis back, Marquise Williams, A.J. Woods, uh, M.J. Devonshire could challenge as well. And you got, of course, you got, you know, you got Brandon Hill and Eric Hallett, you know, at safety. So, I mean, you're looking pretty good here, um. Of course, long snapper for special teams, Kala Ademod- Uh Kirk Chris Adula, who's really emerged. I mean, he we've, we, we were hard on him early in his time at Pitt. He's really developed into a decent punter. So, you know, that's pretty good. Now, of course, you know, the kicking game is going to be an obvious, you know, head scratcher as always. Let's hope they don't. Uh, uh, let's see here. Ben Sauls and Sam Scarton. So, of course, still some concerns are certainly in the pick kicking game. But um, obviously, I have a 7 5 this year. On paper, it looks really good. I mean, it really does. They look really good. I mean, that's what's crazy about Pitt. all They always look so good and they sound so good on paper, but it never transforms into what you want. There's been a lot of seasons where a pick could have won nine or ten games on paper, the way the schedule looked, and for I mean they'll have it together on offense. One season their offense has it together, their defense doesn't. The next season their defense has it together, their offense doesn't. And then sometimes it's a combination of both. They just never can put a complete thing together. And it all and same thing with the, it's it's been like this since the God maybe the one era area where he's you know we all, you know, where Dave may have had really good players that almost air position, but there was that one disastrous position and teams used it to you know as our weakness. It's a lot of things. But anyways, guys, hell to pit. I'm leaving it here. And uh yeah, uh, we'll talk about we'll talk about the conference later this year, but I mean not later, later this week, how I feel it's gonna end up. But yeah. I got them seven five this year. It could be more, but that's just how I th- how I see it. Um, all right, guys, bye.